Well, election day 2020 is over, and the winner is, drumroll please. Oh, we still don't know. Okay, well, what's next? I will tell you. Real Talk Torah, courtesy of my podcast, The Database with Rabbi Yeshua Eisenberg. I'm Rabbi Yeshua Eisenberg, and you've just entered the database. And for today's issue, I want to talk about where exactly we're supposed to be right now in this election cycle, considering that there is no winner declared yet of the presidential race. What is the avoda now of a Ben Yisrael, of a Jew, of a Yid, during this particular time? Before I get to that, I wanted to quickly point out that although on the database WhatsApp group, which any of the listeners can join, all you have to do is reach out to thedatabase at gmail.com, the data and base, B-E-I-S, at gmail.com. So the WhatsApp group that we have, I had advertised that my younger brother, Harav Menachem Mendel Shlomo Heisenberg, my brother of Mendy, he was going to be joining me for an interview to talk about his TBI and his traumatic brain injury and his car accident from a year ago. But for reasons I can't get into, we're not able to have that interview this week. Um, I'm hoping to get him at least to join me for a Parsha panel, which is a surprise that's coming up. But in the meantime, for this Real Talk Torah, as I mentioned, we're going to talk about a different issue. And that is, whether you expected it or not, the elections are not yet over. And earlier this week, we spoke about the appropriate way to daven on election day and really all days of the year. Now, I wanted to take that a step further, but at this point, we're not actually going to focus on tefillah, but I want to focus on something else. And that is, when it comes to these elections, for example, and this is something that we alluded to in the other political Real Talk Torah, where we talked about um, how we relate to politics in our time, that was titled, That's Just Politics. But one of the things that is you find this term floating around all the time, trust in our democracy, right? With, the, with these elections in particular, you know, whether, whether you believe in the allegations or not, whether you want the voting to continue or the counting of the votes to continue, whether you're a Republican, whether you're a Democrat, one of the big things that seems to be an underlying problem with American politics and where, you know, all of us, stand today in American politics, and that is the issue of trust. We spoke about how politicians by nature are trained to avoid MS whenever the truth is inconvenient, right? So then the question is, so whom do we trust? And the answer is, and you already know, Hashem 2020, right? When we talk about trust, who should you put your faith in? Who should you put your trust in? And the answer is, it should never ever be any human that you put your trust in. And especially not a political figure. And especially not, you know, um, a biased news outlet. Or, and again, that's, that's any side. That could, it could be a Republican news outlet. It could be a Democratic news outlet. It could be mainstream media. The point is that there's no human that we can trust, and especially when people have an agenda. But there's one being, and there's one thing, even when we don't know who the winner of the presidential election is, there is one thing that is unchanging, and that is 
what we hopefully say every single day, and what we fully believe with, with a full faith. Ani mame b'munashalema, she'habore yisparach shmo, hu bore umanig l'chol habruim. That Hashem is the bore and the manig. He's the creator, and he's the one who's constantly guiding everything that's happening in the world. Right? Everything. And, you know, if there's one thing that is certain, it's that. So right now, I want to talk about the issue of bitachon during the elections. Right? That's, that's what's on the ballot. I actually saw a very uh, beautiful statement that I really much appreciated. Someone sent this to me. Um, it was a statement made by Rabbi Ephraim Goldberg from BRS, Bokorotone Synagogue. And he stated as follows. He said, while we make choices based on our finite view, his vision is limitless. When the final votes are counted, remember, the winner not only reflects the will of the people, but more importantly, the will of our creator. And what that means is, well, we don't know who won the election yet. The winner is yet to be determined. And whether in your mind, according to Torah Hashkafa, according to the needs of America, according to the needs of Eretz Yisrael, whether that individual is the Republican candidate or whether it is the Democratic candidate, you know, whose names are really honestly not important. You know, they're, they're not more important than, you know, maybe even the parties they represent, they're not more important than anything. They are all pawns, and that's the point. They are all pawns in Hashem's master plan. Now, someone asked me, you know, um, like, you know, are there limits to this? You know, especially since, um, you know, like, you know, the idea of trying to reconcile free will especially in a fair election, assuming everything is fair, with the ultimate choice of who's the president going to be, that's declared by Hashem, that's decided by Hashem. You know, is, is, are those two things at odds with one another? Can, you know, when we, when we assume that everybody gets a fair choice to vote, that this is something that's suddenly in Hashem's hands, is it in the hands of man or is it in the hands of God? And the answer, very simple, is there, we don't need to assume that there's a challenge and a contradiction between free choice and the will of God. And that's because the entire election style, if Hashem is the Borei Umanheg, right? Borei, he created the world Umanheg, and he continues to lead it and guide it. Hashem has been guiding the entire election cycle. These past four years, these past ten years, these past, uh, going all the way back to the beginning of creation, Hashem has been guiding history. Hashem has been guiding, you know, no less these elections. Whatever came out, you know, whatever, you know, whatever came out in the news, whatever, you know, whatever bombshell came out of either political side, if Hashem wanted it to flop, it would have flopped. And if Hashem wanted it to succeed, it would have succeeded. Hashem may not make choices for us, but Hashem can certainly send things to influence our decisions. We do say, for example, in Yom Nuraim Davening, we ask in the paragraph of we ask that Hashem should influence us by, by inspiring fear in us so that we could serve Him better. We actually ask Hashem to influence our decisions. And so, yes, Hashem can influence decisions. You know, Hashem can cause things to succeed and cause things to fail, even with everyone being able to choose. But Hashem could theoretically enable voters to vote. He could disable them from voting. And let's say, let's say there's fraud going on in, in, in the election process, in the voting process. Let's say there's fraud going on in the counting process. Let's say there's, you know, fraud in the news. 
or you know, fake news, whatever it is. If Hashem wants it to happen, it's going to happen. And if Hashem wants it not to happen, it's not going to happen. And you might say, listen, so, you know, the, the, people think that, you know, this, uh, this is to turn a blind eye to all the negative that happens in the world, right? If you answer, if your answer is always, I'll oh, just have to be talking to Hashem, so then people say, yeah, well, if Hashem wills it, so then the evil candidate's going to win, and the evil regime is going to take over, and the evil revolution's going to win. Just like, you know, and people make these comparisons all the time. I'm not really making the comparison, but I'm, I'm just using this as a, as a, I don't want to call it a mushal, but I'll say just an example that Hashem um, um, allows in His world evil things to happen. The Holocaust, the Holocaust happened. COVID-19 happened. Right, COVID, Hashem didn't have to bring COVID nineteen, and maybe you know the the economy would have been different, and maybe the voting process would have been entirely different. But Hashem throws in monkey wrenches to guide history the way He wants. But let's say Hashem wanted there to be a Holocaust, or at least Hashem didn't see enough sechusim to uh, to withhold and protect us from a Holocaust. So, is that what that means to to cite bitachon as your proof to sit and back and relax? I'm not saying not to do a Shabbos, but to, to, to rest assured. But we all know that Hashem can allow painful things to happen. And shouldn't we be afraid of those things? Shouldn't we be scared of those things? And the answer is, well, yeah, to, a, to a certain extent, yeah, you can be afraid about you know, what's you know, not certain and about negative things that could happen if a person is sick, chas v'shalom. if a person dies, chas v'shalom. if, if um, people get hurt. Yeah, yes, you know, we've been saying the whole time that elections have consequences, and therefore a vote does matter. And you should try to be well-informed about the important information that you need to know when making a decision about voting and all of these things. But after that, you know, bitachon and Hashem means that you're right. Whether something positive happens in our view or something negative happens in our view, but Hashem is still running the show. Hu and that means that even if something negative happens, and people might actually get hurt, people will be in pain, and people might even die, you know, you know, the most extreme cases. But if Hashem willed it, we have to know that at the end of the day, you know, our, our priority is to focus on what is Hashem's zone. Can we, you know, what, what, what do we have to do today? What's my avodah today? I think that's the question that Bitachon asks us. Not... You know, will I be happy? Will I be sad? Will I be in pain? Or will I be in jubilation? But the question that Bitochan asks us is, are we going to now obsess over it, over the result? Or are we going to say, okay, listen, it is what it is. It might, I might be hurt from it, but Hashem is in charge. And I have a job to do. And my job, you know, maybe on election day it was to vote. And now we still don't know who's in charge, except for one that we do know is in charge. We don't know who the president of twenty twenty one is going to be. We don't. We don't know. We don't have that information right now. But you know, it doesn't matter because the Rebona Shalom is still the Rebona Shalom. Hakadosh Baruch Hu is still in charge, and that was true before the election. That's true during the election, and that will be true after the election. So, you know, why do you harp so much over, you know, this candidate, that candidate? It's, it's, it's quite simple. If, if you're a person of Bitochon, it's really simple. Hashem, 2020. Bitochon was on the ballot this year, and it's going to continue to be on the ballot, even when the elections are over. You know, if, if we have a, you know, our job, once, you know, again, on election day, maybe it's to vote. At this point, you know, the question is, we, well, what's being counted? 
you know, votes are being counted, ballots are being counted. But maybe what's more important is that we should be counting and counting on a Kaddish Baruch Hu to make whatever is going to happen, it's going to happen. And at the end of it, Hashem will still be in charge. And, you know, that, that should give us a sense of comfort, that if Hashem is allowing something to happen in the world that looks like it's negative, but if we know it's His will, you know what that means? It's ultimately positive. We don't see how that's true. And maybe it's not our job to see how it's true. But the job that we do have every single moment in time is Avodah Hashem, figuring out what's Ratzon Hashem, doing to the best of my ability what I think is Ratzon Hashem, and leaving the rest to Him. And I, I think that especially now, especially now when we don't know, where we are in times of uncertainty. We don't know, you know, everyone's on the edge of their seats waiting for the elections to finish. You know, we're a couple of days into the election and we still don't know. So maybe Hashem is giving us a few extra days to daven. So much has already happened in this election that many people did not expect. The people who predicted certain outcomes, you know, whatever happens at the end of the elections, so many people were proven wrong already. And that should be enough of a factor that humbles us into recognizing that there's only one Rebona Shalom. No one can be so complacent to say they know what's going to be. No one should be so anxious as to what will be to the point that we can't you know, continue on on our daily and hourly and minutely and secondly you know, mission of following HaKadosh Baruch Hu, having Amunah and Mitachon in him, and serving him to the best of our abilities. And I think that has to be our focus. So we can use this time right now, where although we don't know who the president's going to be, we know who the creator is going to be, and who is going, you know, who was, who is now, and will always be. And that should give us a sense of comfort, that should give us a sense of encouragement, and I think that should you know remind us that Regardless of whom we voted for, at the end of the day, I got a Baruch of 2020.